Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chilling Nay Podcast, your premier VGC podcast. My name is Rashil, aka Conkledonk VGC, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Tommy and Ryan. What is up, guys? Not much. Glad we got Tommy back this week, though. I can make fun of Sizefam. It's actually going to mean something. But Tommy, what's going on, man? Where you been? <laughs> I'm back. Like, I missed you guys because we skipped a week for Thanksgiving and I got busy for a week. I was like, oh, my God. I haven't talked to these guys like face to face in a while. And, uh, Conk, we talk for a while before these episodes start. And when I hear your voice inflection change when you say hello, I'm like, oh, it's game time. <laughs> like, you say hello very similarly every time. And, like, that's, like, been the oral cue for me to be like, all right, we're ready. We're recording. So, like, I'm so happy to be back. Like, it, it, thank you guys for holding the fort. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it what? took a little bit more to muster it up in the morning. We're, we're doing this at 8 a.m., everyone. So, uh, we Tommy is thriving with a new job, <laughs> but that required us a little bit of a schedule change. So, we are. Uh, I am not normally an early morning person, so we are. We are uh, adjusting, adjusting this week. Um, yeah, no, I'm having a lot right. of fun. There's <laughs> some Band-Aid haze. I got some woofies. I'm dropping these off at Good uh, Jersey Mike's for the whole crew. And uh, yeah, it's been a fun, wild ride so far. Love it, love it. Well, we have a few things to catch up on and then a really fun discussion coming up. So let's start with the Stuttgart Regionals in um, Germany. That happened over the past weekend, I believe. Um, Congrats to Lorenzo Silvestrini for winning with Hisuian Arcanine again. Again. Um, Again. Again. (laughs) Clutter, Rilla, Hisuian Arcanine, Torn, Urshifu, and Goldengo. So Torn, Urshifu on both... Both teams in the finals. Nils Dunlop was the runner-up. Um, actually, four of the same six: Torn Ursh, Goldengo, yep. Rillaboom, and yep. then uh, Nils had a Heart Flame, um, Ogrepan, and a Reggie Drago. So, really, really kind of the 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 meat and potatoes stuff that we've been seeing for all of Regulation E. But curious on your guys' thoughts on anything in the in the finals or top eight or or any cool teams you guys saw on day two yeah. honestly I'm, I'm not going to go over the 62 million torn ogres again that won uh two things i do want to point out there was a ton of king gambit which i absolutely love to see i am yeah. a king gambit believer um and i also want to point out i don't want to say the return of ogre pond because it never really went anywhere but we've got an ogre pond two fire versions in second and third and then the next three teams yep. all have the water ogre pond so that's five yep. out of the top eight that are all just Ogre Pond again. Like, everybody was like, oh, Ogre Pond's falling off. It was just like a new gimmick thing, and then people got used to it. But here it is again. It's it's a good mod. You are going to be seeing it as long as it's legal. Yeah. Excuse me. But um, I love the Goldango dominance, too. Uh, we've been seeing in different online tours Goldango's usage and win percentage being very, very high. And, um... If its usage isn't that high, its win percentage is. Yeah. Like, the good players have been piloting it well. And to see four in the top eight stood out to me, too, as someone who was like, wait, I thought this kind of took a backseat to a lot of the metagame right now. It, it came out in full force of this regional. Just go ahead. Yeah, Goldengo is super cool. I think there was, like, the top eight was a really cool representation of, yeah. like, standard meta combined with, like, some niche picks. Like, we see... You know, Torn Ursh kind of dominating. Um, obviously, the top three teams there have it, and then uh, at seven as well. But 
We also see Mons like Lando I um, at seventh with um, the world's runner up Michael Kelsch. Um, we also see Dragapult. Uh, or sorry, sorry, I was at six. Lando I was at six with uh, yeah, Lando Danielle, I was six. Really, and then Michael Kelsch was using Dragapult and Indeedy on a fast. Yeah, solo no Indeedy. Yep. Yeah. So I love Indeedy. We saw that. Yep, it was super cool. We saw that at the finals of LAIC with Regilecki, um, yeah. and on a fast team with just Indeedy support, and Michael took that and clearly did super well with it with mm -hmm. the same similar concept. And then, like we're seeing, we're seeing also Salamence yeah. in fifth. Um, we're seeing that Roaring Moon um, at fourth. So I wanted to bring um, up Roaring Moon. Oh, what's up with the Roaring Moon? I thought it was going to have a higher usage in the top 16. There's only two in the top 16. There's more Salamences. And it's like, I thought Roaring Moon was in a pretty good position in this metagame right now, but I guess I was wrong about that. No, no, I don't think you are. Shoutouts to Roaring Moon, and as a Roaring Moon main for the last little bit, shoutouts to Roaring Moon for making Regulation E playable, by the way. This That's one has garbage, in my opinion. But Ro Roaring Moon makes it playable, and Roaring Moon is a very good piece. The problem is... It is not as... I, I'm trying to find a way to word this, so I'm just going to kind of go with what off the top of my head comes, but, like, I don't know... Let it flow. Like, Let it's it not as easy to pilot, so to speak. Like, it requires a lot of brain power, requires a lot of work. So there's other strategies that don't require near, excuse me, nearly as much of that, like the Torn Earth. Not that it doesn't take, like, brain power and Earth to power, but sometimes you can just walk in, Tailwind, Surge, and go, burr, right? With Roaring Moon, you still yeah. have to... Yes, yeah. you can still go Tailwind plus a big move, go burr, but it's not as easy when you're going up against the likes of a prankster tailwind user, or you're going up against trick room, right? It requires a lot more brain power. So I definitely don't disagree with people maybe dropping it off a little bit, but it is still a really good mod. The players I've seen do well with it are all brighter too. Like Marco, um, I forget who else was running Marco's similar team. Was it Rios, it, you, the Canadian crew? Like the, the people I've seen piloting, my friend Katori, like all the Roaring Moon players I know are like, on the brighter side too so that actually makes sense Abel. i like that little breakdown yeah it's, it's really just a question of how hard do you want to have to work for your wins roaring moon can definitely do it but there is there it's other things that just give you wins and fit your play style a little bit quicker which is completely fair yeah if you look at like some of the top mons or the some of the top teams from this tournament like Roaring Moon doesn't love to face you know prankster tailwind plus reggie drago mm -hmm. prankster tailwind yeah. plus um even honestly like Tailwind plus Urshifu, you have to kind of think about the Terramine game, right, of the close combat versus the Surging Strikes. Um, even just eating up um, Ch Chanpao Dragonite doesn't love that either. So there's some... It is definitely really good against the Firewater Grass cores, um, but you don't want to face... Like, you have to be kind of... It, it can be a Terra Hog in terms of in front of Flutters yeah. and stuff like that. So it's definitely a mod that takes some, some practice and experience to play because it can be kind of tricky if you're not if you're not used to it or comfortable with it yeah you just kind of got this regulation so close to over sorry to ryan yeah. but yeah this regulation so close to yeah. over people aren't investing the time to learn it right now I yeah guess. and and i think that's part of it as well it's it's one of those mods where you really kind of have to know when you tear it and when you don't want to tear it because sometimes it's good to just kind of let that piece go and not waste your tear on it but then other times it's like no i need this piece i need to tear it i need to keep it alive all right so i yep. think you're right there tommy's like it does take that learning curve because when i first picked my version of the team up it was it was ugly i was i was honestly i was gonna <laughs> drop it and i was like it's not clicking it's not going it's not flowing the way i want it to flow and then i grinded it out a few more times like 
with a few more ladder sessions and I'm like, okay, this is starting to work now. I can kind of see when I'm supposed to be doing things in and out, like making the switches, not making the switches. But the learning is pretty happened. rewarding to me. Just like I said, is it more work than people are willing to put in at the moment to get through wins, which is completely fair. Yeah. Yep. So I'm curious on your guys' thoughts because I think Sableye would kind of ref uh, refer to this a little bit, but curious on your guys' thoughts on Regulation E as a whole. I think there's been some of the community discourse of more negative thoughts on Regulation E, but I'm curious because I have a little bit more of a different perspective on it. So curious on what you guys thought of Regulation E as a whole as we kind of wrap up the DLCs coming and we have our last regional in Regulation E this weekend. Tommy, go I feel it. like we got to let Ryan go off. No, oh, you're, Ryan, go, you're you letting go me go off? Okay. Yeah, I'll let you go off first. <laughs> not like this. Okay, so in my opinion, yes, I said it before. I was not a huge fan of Regulation E. But keep in mind, as I'm trashing Regulation E, I am not entirely against any format. I think there is tons of opportunities for people to enjoy different formats. And that's one of the biggest things I enjoy about this game is that we all enjoy it in different ways. But for me, Regulation E felt way too... And I don't want to say centralized because there's not necessarily anything wrong with a centralized meta because sometimes having those mods that you know you need to build against or those mods you know you need to build for is good for the metagame. But sometimes when Great it feels me. like if I'm not doing a certain thing or I'm not using this certain core, I am hindering my chances of winning, especially yeah. when that core is in a way behind a paywall when you have to have sword and shield at this point in order to get Urshifu and stuff. Yeah. Not that that's a big thing. That doesn't really affect the format. That was kind of like a side point. But like, it just right. feels in this format, if I am not using Tornadus Urshifu or any sort of aggressive anti-Torn Urshifu tech, my team is going to crumble and there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Obviously, there's ways to get around that. It just didn't feel as creative for me so when i started using roaring moon and not too many other people were using it it was hey i finally found something that clicks with me my style of team i'm not using the big guns in this format well i mean i, I really was it was like eight of the top 12 mods <laughs> but like six of the top like eight mods but we don't talk about that it just felt like it oh, wasn't no. those big like i wasn't using those big torn urshifu pieces you know those those pieces that like were so optimal we're so optimal to use, so it was, it was good to have something like that. But once again, I, I just wasn't a huge fan of how how centralized it became, how fast it became so centralized. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. I think so. I I said I tweeted something about this recently, but it's funny because I've been seeing a lot of the kind of negative thoughts towards Regulation E because of Torn Urshifu, and I think playing some more standard teams like that one hundred percent makes sense. Um, and then there's there's players like me and, and Tommy, I'm sure, that play a little bit more wacky teams. Like, I've been running, I ran Pow Knight for, Pow Knight Dozo for, yeah. like, the first half of Regulation E, and then since then I've been running uh, a hybrid, like, this hybrid side spam team. Um, I love your team, that, by the way. Yeah, I, I've gotten a lot of comments on the team, which I'm like, it was funny because I built it, like, five minutes before PC, because I was like, oh, like, I, I need to. <laughs> Something that's not two 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 because everyone knows I run Dozo, so I'm like, let me run something else. Slapped it together, and it's gotten me a ton of points since then. Um, yeah. But it's something that is a pretty good counter to Torn Urshifu, um, and so I've been really enjoying the format mm -hmm. because it's something that like I have a pretty positive matchup into like some of the more like scary stuff, and so like it's something that 
I found a team that really vibed with me. That was something that I really en- made me enjoy this format. I feel like that's like a key to enjoying a lot of these formats is can you find a team that even if it's like, oh, there's a really aggressive core, there's a really like aggressive um, mon or something like that that's kind of dominating. Like, can you find your own little niche team that reliably counters that or reliably just helps you to do well in, in a format that maybe is dominated by, you know, something like Tornish. So I personally enjoyed Reggie quite a bit. Reggie was the first time I was stress-free in a format where I was like, I'm not going to any major events. Yep. I have no regionals this format. Let me try to explore something new. And I explored Dozo a bit and I really fell in love with the 222, the Lily Cole, the size spam, the Dozo tattoo. And then I've been explore like I, I, then this was the first format where I've taken over 10 days off of playing since London Worlds in 2022. Like, since the London Open, this is the first time, like, this format, I've kind of given myself a mental break, which is definitely different than a lot, like, the people that have been grinding it out, trying to get that invite, trying to get those points. And um, just watching it from afar, mostly, and just playing, like, once a week, every Tuesday, just picking up whatever team I have. Like, I use the Taipei finalist team, because he's a friend, he's in the hard trick room server. Shout out Bruno, he made a hard trick room server. And it's like me, Len, and Bruno are the mods. And um, we got some crazy people in there. I love it. I absolutely love it. And Johnny Chow is one of the people, and he made finals at Taipei with a Hatterene, Psy Spam, Torkoal, Lilligan, Ursaluna team. Nice. And it's just like, all right, let me pick this up and try it tomorrow. I know these six pieces. Let's just have fun with it. And uh, I brought most of my games to game three, but I went one and four with it. So it's like the Taipei, you know, metagame must be a bit different than here. Johnny's just that good of a player playing around stuff, you know? I did bring a lot to game threes, but I was like, I haven't played in a while. Let me just pick up this team and go. Why not? And uh, this isn't one of those formats where I think you can as easily. You need to kind of, like, stay warm, stay updated with the meta as much so you know what to bring when exactly. You know, like, Rillaboom Heat ran counter size spam really hard right now. So it's like you have to have a specific plan to play into those guys. You have to have a specific plan to play into certain Mm -hmm. types of teams. And, um... I've really enjoyed Reg E from the perspective of being more stress free and not grinding. Where Reg B and Reg C, I was in the fuck, I was in the lab every night. I was in that lab just like, all right, what are we doing? How are we adjusting for this? How are we adjusting for this? What can I do to tech for this? What can I do to tech for this? And like, minute changes every single day on Showdown, on Limitless tours, on this, on that, really trying. And then Reg D Worlds, I went all in. There was a month where I just dedicated my Every, all my free time to prepping for Worlds. So then after Reg D, after Worlds, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take, take a chill pill on Reg D. But I still played a lot because I was like, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I'm going to locals right. and stuff. Reg E was my first break. So I really, I very much enjoyed Reg E. And not for the reasons other people did or didn't like it. It's because I, I kind of gave myself a mental break, which was cool to see. That's very... Yeah, that's oh, can I just can say something really, really quickly? I I, yeah, I, I want to cool. ask the viewers to free me from this. Uh, I, I'm I'm surrounded by Psy Spam and Dozo players. Somebody help me. <laughs> I was gonna say when people... Tommy said that he, he loved the two 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 with Lily Cole, Psy Spam, and Dozo. I'm sure like everyone was rolling over. I'm just like, I'm just, just melting over here. I'm like somebody send help, please. <laughs> Lily that's Cole is my favorite player. mode right now, man. Like I love Lili- leading Lilligant Torkoal in a game too when I think I know what they're gonna lead. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, they're gonna over adjust for size spam. Let me lead Lilligant Torkoal right here and have some fun and I giggle every time I get it right. And I then just I cry every time I miss I can picture player. Tommy leading that in person and just sitting there going, hee 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 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Right in their face. 
Ask any of the New Jersey cats. Ask any of the Long Island cats. It's <laughs> too funny. It, it's funny because, like, I've, so I've been playing, like, I had Sacramento as a regional in Regulation E, but other than that, I've been pretty much just grinding locals. And there's, like, one player that pretty much consistently was bringing the Lily Cole size spam dozo stuff to every local, and every time I'd have to face them, I was like, oh, my God, seriously, like, I have to face this again, yep. which is funny coming from another 2 2 yep. player, but <laughs> I hate Lily Cole, so I was just like, oh. I, I gotta I ask you guys about. I saw an evil two two two. I the guy did well in the tournament last night on a Tuesday tour. Um, Berserker Goldengo, Pelipper Urshifu, yep. Dozo Tattoo. I would love your thoughts. Okay, so my thoughts on this is I actually played that exact team, and I'm I'd imagine it's the same player. He's been playing it for a while now. In the one Himi, yeah yeah in the one Himmy Turner Turner tournament that I won. That was my finals matchup. I had to figure that out in finals and see what that was going on. Thankfully, I got the reads right on what was going on on all th- on like two out of the three games. But like, that was a stressful team. It was it was it was very interesting to see that like steel spam. I guess we can call it. But like, it was. I like that steel yeah. spam. Definitely not something I'm prepared for. That's for sure. I was like choice specs, Terra Steel, Steely Spirit. Stab, what the hell is going on, man? <laughs> and they're sending it. It's that's like it's an interesting concept. And I think like now we can kind of shift our focus and the conversation towards team building and I have a lot of questions for you guys and for us to talk about. But it's a it's a point in team building where it's um I think like a lot of people have talked about this where if you use mons that people aren't prepared for, like if you use like the standard stuff, right? Then you know, if you're those are standard for a reason and they're gonna be really good teams. Um, and you can win with those, but people are going to obviously have played those teams a bunch of times. But if you use something like Berserker, like people aren't prepared for that. People aren't prepared for those calcs. And so you can catch a lot of people off guard and it, it can be something that's, you know, a really big advantage for you. If you're using something niche that ends up working out to be good. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee once per tournament, someone asks him what Steely Spirit does. Yep. <laughs> but just back on that point, Conk, I, I really want to emphasize like what you just said, right? When you're using common things. And I saw this at my local scene this last few week, these last few weeks, right? Because that one, that one, the first uh, set in November of locals, it was three PCs. I only got the chance to play in two of them, but I won both of them undefeated. And the team felt like it was clicking on all cylinders. The, the, the matchups were favorable. I was just kind of walking in, going with my mojo, winning. Leads were good. Everything else felt great. So I was like, what do I need to change it for going into last weekend's PCs? And everything just felt so much harder. I'm not saying I got counter team because the meta is just shifting that quickly. And yeah. when I said no, this it team, yeah. it's getting harder and harder to play. That is exactly what I meant. Thankfully, I had some decent results this weekend anyways. But, like, mm-hmm. it was not nearly as comfortable as it was a couple weeks ago. And just like that, all of a sudden, it's, is that that's kind of to your point of, well, everybody kind of saw this team rising and now kind of realizes, okay, this is how I have to play against it. These are my answers to it, right? So they know how to play against the team, and all of a sudden it was harder to pilot. And it's just going to happen. That's the yeah. nature of the game, nature of team building. But that does say something. Is it worth it to build something completely out there or at least a little bit more out there with a, a, a just enough of a change, right? I like using yeah. the more obscure item if I have like the scope lens razor claw. Yes. Um now pixie plate fairy feather you could do the same. Um that I feel I always do just in case. Mm-hmm. You know, you in never case know. And know. 
funny story yeah. about that. VGC history time. So back in, I believe it was like either 2017 or 2018, before open team sheets were a thing, right? And people would, scope lens was a thing before. And I think even a little bit in the Dynamax era as well, people would do this. And people would be like, hey, are you using, oh, you crit me a lot. Was that scope lens? And then people would legitimately just have the other item and they would go, no. <laughs> because like they weren't <laughs> scope lens. They were razor, was it razor claws, the other one? Right? They just yeah, weren't scope lens. So they weren't lying. They're not scope lens. But, you know, people would do it just simply to say, when someone asked me if I was scope lens, I wanted to be able to say no. <laughs> like, Oh, I would have lied straight to your face in closed team sheet. Era. That's stupid. In a closed team now sheet, they, now they don't have to lie. They're not scope lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, so That's too funny. Um, okay, so kind of shift the conversation. We're already kind of headed there anyway, but literally tomorrow, or actually when this when this episode drops, it'll be this the day of the DLC yeah. dropping. Yep, yeah, the DLC will be dropping tomorrow um, as of when we're recording. And I think a lot of people there's a very big thing where a lot of mons are coming back, a lot of new mons um, that are going to be introduced. There's going to be a new Terra mechanic that we don't know much about. Yep. Um, but I think um, a big question that a lot of people generally have is how do you approach team building in a new format when there's a lot of new mons being introduced? You kind of don't know right off the bat what's what's really good, what's not. How do you kind of approach that, especially when you have like a big event, like something like Portland? or something like that first weekend of january um where you have not that much time to see kind of other tournament results yeah can i start with this one yeah you can start i've got some points too, yeah but uh, go for it use your favorite pokemon use your <laughs> favorites and have fun don't worry about meta this or that or that it's the wild freaking west in the beginning of every new format blaziken my one of my first ever favorite mods i am so excited yeah. to slap this guy on a team have some speed boost shenanigans try to get the swords dance up and go Yep. And, um, like, that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited for Whimsicott, because I like Annihilate again. I think Annihilate is going to make a comeback. So it's like, okay, now there's a lot of intimidating in the format. Incineroar's coming back, probably going to have 50-plus percent usage again, because that cat's everywhere. So it's like, all right, how can I use the... And Whimsicott was one of my favorites in draft leagues in Sword and Shield. Um, I loved that thing. I absolutely love the versatility with it, the prankster encores. Like, it's like Volbeat, but better, right? Or Illumis, but better. Whichever one's good. It's like that one, but better. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of fun Pokemon. Like, I can't wait to have a Yanmega and a Blaziken on the court at the same time. Just double protect and get two speed boosts and go. <laughs> As and they said Trick Room in the... front of you. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get Trick Room then. But, um, <laughs> no, it's just like, that was the first, in Oras, when my friend Kenny, uh, he first taught me how to play. Like, every single team I made had Blaziken Omega Mamoswine on it. Yep. And I was just like, I love these Pokemon. Dragonite 2 was in there, um, and I rotated the last two pieces. And I just had fun, like, me and my friend Kenny would play in Oras, like, very casually. But every single team I built had yep. my favorite mods. And now, seeing some of those return, I'm like, oh, let's get back to the lab. Let's see if I can make them work now that I have a more understanding of how to play, how to, like, compete in this actual game. And let's see the updated meta. Let's see if I can make some of my favorites work. And that's going to be my approach, which is yep. probably not see? like everyone else's. I'm going to jump in really quickly, Conk. I'll let you talk just before I actually get to my main points. But on Tommy's point, I really want to say that I think that's something a lot of people forget about is that this is the time to 
try a bunch of different things. This is the time to just have fun with the game. Not that you can't have fun with the game as the meta develops, but this is where if you want to sit on the field, let's just say a two cannon, because two cannon is your favorite Pokemon and you want to play 60 games with two cannon, you're actually going to get something from playing 60 games with two cannon because yes, you might not be building the best team in the format, but you're going to be watching other people's teams develop as you're playing your games and you're going to be able to take stuff away. So yeah, you're going to have some fun with two cannon. Not to say that two cannon is bad. Maybe two cannon is going to be goaded, right? That's that's nope, just an example, be. guys. Don't attack me. No one can, no one attack me in the comment section. Oh, two cannons so good, Ryan. What do you mean? <laughs> Stop full of my annihilate. But you you guys get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> this is kind of the time where it's okay to to try some things, to explore some things, but it's a little different going into a regional and stuff like that. So I will talk about that yeah. as well. But Conk, your thoughts yeah. first. You haven't talked too much today. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing all the talking. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say the like something along the, the same lines where it's I like to like when there's a new format, and there's a lot of new mons dropped. I will use a team that I'm comfortable with. Like, for example, um, when Regulation D dropped and so right after Regulation C, when I was using that um, Glamora Dozo team, they would just hop on ladder for the first week or two with that Glamora Dozo team and see, okay, A, first, how good are these mons still? How good are any of this? But, but B, what are other people identifying that are, that are the new good mons? Like, what are other people identifying that, okay, these are the strong cores? Because you can kind of let some of the other people do the work for you. You know, there's there's a lot of yeah. mons that are going to be introduced and a lot of people are going to try new stuff and you can kind of just say, okay, I'm going to watch for a little bit. I'm going to play a bunch of games with a mon- the, the team that I know is at least decent. Mm-hmm. And um, it may not be as strong as anymore in the new format, but it's something that I can at least get some wins with because I know discomfort. But really, I'm just trying to grind the ladder and see what other people are testing out and kind of take some of those thoughts and say, okay, maybe going into this new format, let's say you've never played a previous VGC game before, like you've never played Sword and Shield or prior. Maybe you don't really know how good Incineroar is, right, going into this new format. But I promise you, as you start to play... You're going to see, okay, Incineroar is on every team. You're going to see that, okay, that's a really strong mod that I'm going to have to watch out for. And now you can kind of think, okay, what is good against Incineroar? Or should I be using Incineroar myself? You know, and so that's where Tommy says, okay, like the Annihilate is, has Defiant, right? It's good against Parting Shot. Like that's something that where, yep. okay, Annihilate seems like it's in a pretty good spot. Or, you know what, Incineroar actually helps me a lot versus my side spam matchup, yeah. which... By the way, tragic. That size spam will be dead pretty much Let's after go. Incineroar comes back. I don't see it. You're going to have a few crazy players, <laughs> Tommy, that are going to try it. But <laughs> Yeah. I, I think it won't be as dead as it was with Ting Lu, because I think Ting Lu is just like yeah. the ultimate size spam killer. I think Incineroar will be deal with, you, you could handle it with Luna and, and stuff like yeah. that, but it's... Uh, We'll have to see. We'll have to see. For but, sure. Um, Don't talk about yeah, that I think moose, please. You can see it. What was that? I said, please don't talk about that moose. <laughs> <laughs> that Ting Lu. I hate that thing. <laughs> All right. That's fine. I'm dressing, up, I'm dressing I, up as Ting Lu for Halloween next year just to scare Tommy. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, Conk. You were making good points. But, uh, yeah, yeah well, so like, I think like, there's a... 
there's a lot of merit to just kind of sitting back, yeah. back and like playing games and just watching and getting that experience yeah. of like what other people are using so you can kind of capitalize on that and kind of use either those mods or use something that is going to counter it i am that person though that conk said that's going to be testing things so my big thing is i actually like taking like i've already have videos on my like cores that i want to use and stuff like that and i am going to be testing those cores because there's tons of things that I want to try out, and I'm probably going to be sitting down and playing, I don't know, 15 games, maybe 15 to 20 games with each of these cores, and just to see what kind of clicks with me, what doesn't click with me, and that's kind of how I like to approach it as a from a personal aspect, especially if I'm not rushed into going to like a major event or anything like that, because it just gives me time to say, okay, this team is a good team, but it's not necessarily my comfort zone. Or that I'm not necessarily clicking with it all that well. So I can just move on to another team. But the team itself was actually a decent concept. So I should probably watch out for that while I'm building, etc., etc. I can keep kind of rolling with that. But in my opinion, if you are going to a regional, let's say Portland, which I believe is what, January 9th? Or the first weekend there, right whatever after it is. The format switch. Yeah, it's right after If the you are going switch. to a Portland, or if you are even, honestly, even Charlotte, because you're only going to have one sense of like the meta development from Portland and going into Charlotte, that yeah. these that if you are building yeah. my biggest recommendation is make your team have a purpose and as a yes. balance player my teams tend to not realistically have a purpose especially in a lot of the teams that do fall into the strategy of just being a little bit more balanced approached tend to just are either a little bit more reactive but early in the format i strongly strongly advise having a way to win games regardless of what your opponent is doing. So have that designated lead. Like something like a Torner. I'm not saying don't I'm not saying use Torners again. Don't get me wrong. But like I am. <laughs> <laughs> having that something that can just kind of say when in doubt I lead this. This is my strategy with this team. This is what this team is meant to do. Gives me that, right? And whether or not that's back in the day it was fake out geomancy or you go back to the snorlax mimikyu eras trick room belly drum right there's you can always see that at the beginning of formats obviously it lasts like into the formats as well but just at the beginning especially having a way to just take the game what rather than just adapting to the game and what's in front of you is incredibly important because you don't know what you're gonna have to adapt to at these early meta things, right? Like you legitimately could pull somebody with a two cannon who's call who's identified two cannon as the meta call at Portland. You never know, right? And because of that, it's just optimal in my opinion, yep. at least at the start of the formats too. Yes, you can run balance, but make sure you have a mode where you can say, okay, I'm going to push my tailwind mode onto these guys, or I am going to, in this case, maybe you want to go trick room and you want to send trick room onto your opponent, right? Just having that mode, the way to do something with your team is just good advice in general, but I think it's especially prominent at early format where like you can fall for that trap of reacting to something that's just not there. So having something to push yourself forward is the way to go. Yo, actually, I didn't realize that you, I love that because now I'm looking at players who I've seen do well in early formats and they usually build teams like that. Like uh, I want to shout out Almost Good Enough Gaming Noah. He's a friend of mine that made that Rock Blast Isui Arcanine yep. into Annihilate setup team with Isui and Gudra. And if you didn't do specific things into that team, he was just going to roll you. He was just going to, you know, like, he almost made Day 2 a Beast Coast. No, I think he did make Day 2 a Beast Coast with it. And it's like, and then Mezzi picked it up and used it very well, too. And seeing Ofa Mezzi, who's like a great player, pilot a team that's that, it has that much of a purpose. It's like, 
all right, I want to set up Gudra, I want to set up Annihilate, and I'm going to, like, make your life living hell for the next 10, 15 minutes. And that, like, seeing players who build with a purpose doing well at early formats, I, I didn't connect those dots, but you're 100% right, Ryan. Like, that totally clicked in my mind. I, now, I like that correlation between the players who I see building with a purpose and the players I see doing well in the... Uh, early formats so thank you for pointing that out or like even look at wolf's team i mean he had early of reg beginning of regulation e he had the sinister snorlax komodo team that is the definition yes. to me of exactly what i'm trying yep. to say is yep. that team was meant to do something it had very dedicated lines i'm either going to set up snorlax i'm going to set up komodo and i'm going to support them well right that team was functioning on its own regardless of what it was going up against and that's exactly what i'm getting at yep absolutely Absolutely. So it sounds like you heard it here first. Sableye is recommending you either use Dozo or Psy Spam, something like that. Because I did you know, not say either the, of those things. Actually, the keys. That's I did exactly not say right. either of those things. I said have a mode that forces the issue. If you choose Dozo or Psy Spam, you are doing that to yourself. <laughs> I said something. This, I said something this weekend, and I think I had like three people come up to me and go, that was really well said. And because everybody knows I hate size spam. It's not a secret, right? I do oh, not, really? I do not respect size spam, but I respect the player using it. And I respect the player because like <laughs> at the end of the day, we are all in this game. We're either trying to have fun or win. If you are having fun with size spam, keep playing the game. It's obviously you're having fun with it. If you are trying to win and you think size spam is your best bet, I respect 100% everything you're trying to do. The only thing I do not respect is the team itself, but that has nothing to do with the people piloting it. Like, that's kind of been my mentality at it. Like, I cannot stand size spam. Yeah, is it good? Can it get wins? Yes. Is it my style of play? Do I yeah. absolutely hate it? <laughs> you know I hate it. But, like, you know, I'm not going to knock somebody just like, oh, they're a yeah. size spam player or they're a dozo player, right? They're not good at the... Never, I will, you'll never catch me saying that because, like, if you think one of those teams is your best bet, at winning or your best bet to have fun with depending on what your goals are in the game i'm never gonna say no to that like absolutely 100 percent respect the decisions just you know just no i don't like the team that's all i'm saying i am gonna try to help connor win one of your locals so bad with a size spam team shout out connor mimis too i love that dude <laughs> and like he brings uh size spam to toronto locals against jesse against olivia against ryan and that's hard. That's <laughs> not easy. No, no it's not. I actually days. haven't played him yet, by the way, at a local, which is kind of okay. uh, kind of wild. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Size damn sleeper agents. Um, okay, I want so... <laughs> so Ryan kind of alluded to this with the two cannon, um, but <laughs> I'm curious on your guys' thoughts on so no spoilers, but just the confirmed returning mons. Curious on what your guys' thoughts are, what's going to be, like, give us a preview of what you think is going to be good or what current mons you think are going to be good because of running mons. Incineroar. No, I'm just kidding. Tommy, go ahead. I already mentioned Annihilate a few yep, times. That's, uh, that's the I got my first. I got my first ever championship points with Annihilate. Um, Rhyperior with Terra. That scares me a lot. I'm very excited to see what Rhyperior can do in this, like, format. Um... Scrolling through, we got another water user fake out. I don't think Blastoise is going to be good though, just because the Dynamax was uh, it felt very necessary. Uh, Ryan, I'll let you talk about the legendary dogs or 
uh, cats or whatever they are. No, they're dogs. They're yeah, dogs. We're having this debate here, too. We're having this debate here, too. I don't care. You can throw facts dogs. at me. You can say that they're cats. I don't care. In my eyes, they're dogs. I don't care what you say. Anyways, sorry, okay. Tom. No, um, 100%. yeah, I'm really excited for Pre-Marina, too. I think Pre-Marina is a really cool Pokemon that I want to explore building with more. Um, Reunculus is going to ruin lives in Draft League. I don't know if it's going to be great in actual VGC, but there might be a small niche for it. And, um, Flygon. Again, as a Ruby Sapphire guy, like, I, Ruby Sapphire Emerald were the last games I played in middle school. I got a little nostalgia for those games. I want Flygon to be good, even though I think it's crap. Let me look at its stats again. I'm no, gonna pull don't, it don't do it, Tommy. It's going to be sad. You're just going to get sad. Save it till the DLC it's comes out. Be, yeah. Just look at its stats after. <laughs> just look at the stats after. It's just not going to be good. Yeah, no, I'm never using it. It's, yeah. just, it's just sadly not there. It's a really cool mod. I love Flygon by design as well, um, but it has not uh, It has not aged well in the, uh, in the metagame and the competitive scene at all. You know what has very similar stats, which is funny? To Canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, to cannon. It's uh, they both have eighty base HP. They each have defense, a special attack, and special defense within five points of each other. The only difference is the speed and the attack. So, yeah, I, I guess our boy to cannon is not going to do well. One mon that I'm going to say. I mean, I am going to talk a little bit about the dogs as well, but I'm going to jump in here because I want to let Conk talk because Conk hasn't said. I don't know. I feel like me and Tommy are just talking the entire podcast. And Conk's like, okay, time for the next concept. <laughs> but, like, one one I really want to point out that is, like, a complete wild card pick. Okay? And you guys are going to be like, what is he act Like, you guys are going to actually ask me, like, what I'm cooking. And I'm going to go with Cincino or Centino, however you want to say it. I no, no, I don't. K. DeMarty, that madman. I respect Chinchino because of K. Demarney. Okay. That guy swept so many people with it. It's a good Pokemon. It is a, not only is it a good Pokemon, keep an eye on its abilities. Before it was, do I run Technician or do I run Skill Link? Now, with Loaded Dice, you run Technician all the time. You now get Technician Loaded oh, Dice. Yeah. Rock Blast. Uh, I believe it gets Bullet Seed as Hell well. Whip. It is Hell faster Whip. than Urshifu, might I add you. Yeah. It is now faster than Urshifu. You are going to yep. be hitting Urshifu with Bullet Seed before it moves, probably four to five times. Whether or not it gets the kill is up in the air because its attack, it stat is kinda, attack? its attack stat is a tad bit low at 95. However, Technician, like, hitting four times, it's over a 100 base power move. It's going to be hitting hard. Like, I think it's a mon that people aren't going to, like, really see too often but like I, I definitely think it could actually make like throw a curveball into the meta at some point i wanted to ask you guys about another pokemon too malamar do you think that's gonna ever before before we move on from chinchino i one one thing i want to say on that is if it gets population bomb that's a whole different they're not they're no. crazy okay. but no no game freak is is crazy with the moves they give to pokemon they are not giving that thing pop bomb if they give that thing pop bomb i'm i don't know i don't know i don't know that'd be awesome that would be insane yeah all right so sorry tommy what were you saying about malamar do you think it's going to be good? Is there going to be a lot of setup in this format? Is it going to go burr? Is it just going to go quick and not a lot of setup? See, I can see Malamar having success. Yeah, I don't see Malamar being very good. I just think contrary is an ability that gives it a chance. I don't think it's going to be meta-defining by any means. No. 
but I think every now and then you're going to see that Malamar team pop up or a Malamar team pop up and you're going to go, oh, what's my Malamar mm-hmm. answer? You know, and if depending on how many teams it can actually catch off guard with that, that's up in the air. But I, I agree with Kong. It's not going to be big. It's not going to be a meta relevant mon, but it's going to be one of those mods that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a mod that exists. Wait a second. What do I have for this thing? <laughs> right. And it's similar to the, the Lorantis back in the day. It's like wasn't like the most used metamon but it was a mon that was around and you'd look at it and go oh yeah i forgot i have no answer to this thing oh well i lose <laughs> right like it's gonna be there because its ability kind of does that it gives it a chance yeah. to just surprise people with a, a mon they're not ready for but i don't think it's gonna be defining the meta by any means i hated lorantis in my ultra sun ultra moon playthrough or sun and moon playthrough whenever like it swept me like four times my friend was making fun of me he's like you really can't beat lorantis like no i can't beat lorantis <laughs> fun fun story about Malamar. Quick yes. quick anecdote. But yes, yes, so yes. my first CP ever was in Sword and Shield, the like global challengers or the uh, international challenge. I forget what they were called. Um but I ran uh Calyrex Ice with um I think it was like Kyogre Calyrex Ice, but it was um Malamar with Topsy Turvy and like Trick Room and so like with Didi, and so it would go down, and the people would just intimidate spam, and I would topsy-turvy and get, turn, like, a minus two into a plus two Calyrex, and then just sweep from there, yeah. or do the same thing to, like, opposing soul, weakness policy Solgaleos, they'd be plus two, and they'd go down to minus two. Yeah. I got, like, two CP, because, like, the CP, like, payouts were, like, terrible for those uh, yes, goal challenges, but, like, I got, like, in the top yeah. 128, 256, something like that, and I... so then I got, like, two CP off of that, and I was super proud of that team, because it was... It was actually hilarious, but it was super yeah. good. Like it was, we, it was actually really, really good. We had a local. There was a lot of set. I do not think that will be. We had a local back in the day in 2019, I believe it was 2019, and they would run the Topsy Turvy Malamar for the Xerneas. So the Xerneas was set up. They Topsy Turvy, and it would be a minus two. <laughs> right? Like it, you can definitely that's do some cool. fun that's things cool. with Malamar. I like that. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Are there any other Pokemon uh, that have wrapped type? Of- yeah, so... Sorry. Oh, go, 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 go. I'm sorry. Sorry, say that again? I was like, okay. I was saying, um, are there any so other Pokemon... Ones... <laughs> Tommy takes one week off. We're not even in sync anymore, guys. It's over. It's over. Wrap it up. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, okay. I'm going to moderate. Tommy, go. What were you going to say? That's the end of the pod, guys. That's the end. Sorry. All right. Um, I was going to ask if there's any Pokemon like Rhyperior or like um Malamar or just like really crap typings that are going to have a niche in Terra now because they could change out of that crap typing. You know, I, I like Rhyperior of the most, I think Rhyperior is the perfect definition of that because it gets solid rock as its ability. And yes. you all of a sudden, all of a sudden you can become, yeah. you're a huge, you have a huge defensive stat, right? You're a Rhyperior. So you huge. go Terra water. Let's just say Terra water because now you're resisting the Urshifu's. The Iron Hands is going to be clicking Wild Charge into your massive defensive stat with Solid Rock, so you're cutting your damage, the cutting the damage output there. And the only other thing that really affects you is Grass. If the Grass type is Rillaboom, now not being four times weak to it, you're weak to it anyways. But like, that's Rillaboom you can probably get around. You know, like you get the Intimidate, you get the Fire. Grass not Amoongus. <laughs> yeah, you, you joke, but like that yeah, was a thing before. Like we've seen evil. everything. <laughs> Anyways, Conk, what were you going to say? Yes. 
Yeah, so, well, I'll let Sableye talk about the legendary dogs, but a couple other, or another legendary trio, the, uh, the just, the swords of, mm. uh, I forget what they're called, the Cobalion, Terrakion, Verzion. I think, it. so I've seen some people, like, pop up about, yeah, there it is, there it is. Um, so there's, they obviously get justified as ability, and it was a pretty common combination with beat up on Whimsicott, and you can kind of just tell it beat up and get to plus four and just sweep teams. And I think that was a lot easier in Dynamax. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how yes. they were used or how good they were prior to Sword and Shield, but I personally don't see them being the that great um, <laughs> this time around. I don't think Cabalion's stats are too great. And like Terrakion, like you're relying on like Rock Slide and stuff like that. I just, I don't see that being as good as people were kind of expecting going yeah. into this. I do think Whimsicott on its own will yeah. be really, really good. Um, I don't think it'll be better torn than Tornadus. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, because no, I think well, Torn Urshifu is still going to be good. But I think Whimsicott will be really good on like hyper-offense teams, because then you can yep. Encore, you can go for fake tiers, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't see the the uh, that trio being being too great. Can I can I speak on this, please? <laughs> so, oh. yeah, go for it. Terrakion Whimsicott is an absolute menace of a core. Okay, and it does lose value, Conk. You are 100% correct. I don't think it's going to hold up in this metagame at all. But only for the specific reason of that this, this core used to be considered fast. These Pokemon were base 116 <laughs> and base 108. They were faster than Garchomp. But, like, I'm not even joking. Like, when I first started I playing, know, yeah. Garchomp was considered a fast Pokemon. Garchomp is not fast anymore. You. And you could even arguably yeah. say that these two Pokemon aren't fast anymore at base 108 and 116, which is absolutely nice. insane when you think about it, right? Because its yeah. whole niche was, well, you kind of need to get Tailwind up to kind of counter me. But you can't get Tailwind up because I'm just going to match the Tailwind. Yeah. But now, they can just match your Tailwind with a Flintermane on the field and you're going to go down, right? Obviously, there, there's Terra to get around it, maybe Terra Steel, Iron Head, Terrakion. You are going to Terrible. see this core get tested. It's just, I don't think it's going to be nearly as menacing or as dominant as it was in the past but it does deserve to get tested still i don't think it's one of those oh we can write it off it's not going to be used yeah. because it's one of those cores that's like if you don't have an answer to it you're probably going to get steamrolled by it and because of that i'm i'm intrigued to say yeah. that maybe it's going to be good just because it's going to catch people like maybe not expecting it like it's similar to dondoza right the worst dondozo gets almost in a way the better dondoza becomes because people drop answers for it so creeps back in, same, yeah. similar to this, right? If people are not right, having yeah. answers for it, it can kind of come back into the meta and do some things. But I agree that it's probably not going to be nearly as uh, menacing as it once was. Draft leagues. In draft leagues, that's where it's going to be a problem. If you let someone draft both of them, like, as a draft player, that's immediately where my mind went. When there's yep. less answers to stop it, yep. it becomes way better. Well, and you can also, in, in draft leagues, league, it's different, yeah. too, because you can kind of look and say, okay, you know exactly what your opponent has to stop it, and you know exactly how you need to build around it. So, like, I think draft leagues are a whole different beast. But, like... I think that core is going to dominate draft leagues. Yeah. yeah. It always will. One Pokemon before. I do want to talk about the Legendary Beast, but I definitely want to bring up this one Pokemon because I feel like this one Pokemon gets a lot of, is getting a lot of attention and I can't decide on whether or not which way I think it's going to go. So I want to hear your thoughts on it and I'm going to throw it out to I you. Think, I think I know what you're going to I think you know what you're going to say. I have no idea. Tommy, count us in. We're going to say it at the exact same time. Three, two, one. Metagross. 
Metagross? Yeah, that yep, was not yep, at the yep. exact same time because Discord sucks. But Metagross, yes. All right. Yeah. We, we could edit that, right? No, I, I say we, no, I can't edit that. <laughs> if I edit that, I everybody, all the all the audio is gonna be off the entire video. <laughs> oh, what do you think it oh, will? Yeah, be I agree. Terahog? I don't think it'll be good. I don't think it'll. I think it needs to be a terahog to work. Here's my take on Metagross. I think it is garbage right now. But. Yep. But. I feel like if the meta develops in a way that benefits it, it is 100% going to see usage. And I say that and you know, oh, it's like a cop-out answer. If the meta develops into a way that benefits it, what's that even mean, right? <laughs> Come on. Right? But like. If the Flutter mains are still around, if they stop running a lot of bulk. It can be that piece, right? You can't intimidate this. Uh, you do need Life Orb or a Choice Band to knock out the Flutterman with a Bullet Punch. But if Terra Fairy okay. remains the same as the t main Terra type on Flutter, you can't get intimidated. You just have a Flutterman answer. That yeah. that's so, There's something to be said about that. Now, obviously, do, you, do I think it's going to be a bit of a Terra Hug outside of that? Absolutely. Yes. Is it going to be that back in the day where you like bulldoze proc your weakness policy beside your bulldoze elements probably not just it just the nature of the game doesn't really allow for that anymore all that much but i don't think it's going to see too much usage like without the boosted the boosting item or anything like that it's not picking up the ko on flutter main and it just doesn't feel optimal but i do think that if like flutter main becomes hyper offense stays terra fairy maybe metagross comes into the play you can deal around because obviously you probably beat Rillaboom unless they're running high horsepowers as well. I think there's a niche for it, but it definitely yeah. isn't going to be. A, 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 I, I don't want to say that it's not going to be meta relevant because I feel like people are going to use it. It's a metagross after all, but like I don't think it's going to be amazing. Do you think it'll be at like 10% usage most of the format? Five. Five. Here's the sauce. Here's the sauce. Ready? Ready? Here's the sauce for metagross. Okay. For metagross. Assault vest, Terra water. You're going to counter like Fluttermane. Um, Tornadus, uh, you can tear water for the Chiyu's, you good against bundles, stuff like that. And then even good against Psy Spam. Um, but, and then you can run Bullet Punch, you can run, yep. you know, a Psychic move like Zen Headbutt for Urshavu, stuff like that. So I think it'll be okay. I think like it'll have, like on certain comps, it'll be an answer to like, like some of the, some of the threats, Clear Body, you know, it's obviously a really good ability. Yep. Uh, it's not going to be like I don't think it's going to be the aggressive like offensive threat. I think it's going to be like a okay, this thing can let's make it key, let's let it stick around, let's have that priority bullet punch, let's have something that can be a good like I think it'll be a good um, special mod, like counter. Like I think it'll be yeah. a good assault vest user. That's fair. Uh, I don't see it being like this like okay, let's let's put a band, let's put a life orb on it and just KO things because I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's fast enough. Or it's just strong enough to pick up some of those kills. Like, um, it's funny because at a local this past weekend, I heard like I overheard um, one of our like good players locally, like Linty. Um, he was using I think Lucario with yeah. Bullet Punch. He needed like Helping Hand with a Life Orb to like pick up. Like he was like everyone's used to Technician Bullet Punch calcs from Scizor, but without Technician, like the Bullet Punch doesn't pick up those bulky Fluttermanes. So you need that Helping yeah. Hand. You need that Life Orb, something like that. And so I think Metagross will need help like that, but. 
I think it'll be better served as a little bit more of a bulky mon that can stick around and deal damage just, over time and just be hard to remove. You know, just on your Terra that's Water my, point. That's, that's just, just really quickly on your Terra Water point. What I find very, very funny yep. is this is going to happen in one of like the global challenges. They're not confirmed yet, but I'm sure we're going to get global challenges, guys. Anyways. I thought they were confirmed. Are they confirmed? I don't know. Either way, regardless, we're going to get them. And what's going to happen is someone's going to lead a Metagross. Someone's going to lead an Instant on the other side. Metagross is going to be staring down an Instant. It's going to go Terra Water. They're going to switch in a Shenfei. They're going to Terra Water, Terra Blast, and kill the Instant. That is what's going to happen at some point. <laughs> Mark it down right now. It's going to happen. Yeah. I might be the one doing it. <laughs> uh, that's... I could definitely see that. I could definitely definitely see that. Because um, Shen Pao Metagross then, doesn't okay, sound like so, a bad core. Sorry. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, okay, Sableye, you gotta talk about him or else I'm going to. Suicune, Entei, and then, yeah. you know, their sad little brother, Raikou. Raikou! I love Raikou. Okay, okay, Raikou's time, 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 time. Okay, I think we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about one each. I'll go, I'll go, I'll take Suicune. Tommy clearly likes Raikou for whatever reason, okay. so we'll get Tommy to do that. Conk, you good I'll with Entei? Entei? I'll take Entei. <laughs> Alright, so... For yep, me, yep, Suicune, I'm going to say it right now. This Pokemon will only be good if it still gets access to Scald. If they take Scald away from Suicune and remove any reliable water damage from it, it is over. I could maybe see a case being yep. made if they give it chilling, uh, chilling Water. But it does not mm -hmm. do enough damage to justify a normal, like a regular old water move. A Hydro Pump's not worth the risk of the mist. You don't have the damage output for it. Chilling Water's not enough, but at least it's a kind of a thing where you get the attack drop, which is kind of cool, but it's probably not worth it either. Scald being able to do some decent damage, potentially get the burn as well, feels incredible, but it's just such a nice piece. It is right up my play style, where you get a few attacks, you get Scald, maybe Icy Wind, maybe Ice Beam. Snarl, I think, is a really cool comp uh, option as well. Yeah. And then you get stuff like that Tailwind, it's going to take a lot to knock out a Suicune, right? And I kind of came up with this core the other day that I really am very intrigued to test now, which is Suicune, Rillaboom, Alandarus. And the concept was Suicune does not like Iron Hands. Now I have a Rillaboom, so now I have the faster fake out. And now I have the Landorus for not only switch in potential, but also intimidate potential. Rillaboom, Landorus does an incredible job versus Iron Hands. And now you've patched that with a Suicune. And Lander Scarf Landorus does not appreciate... Opposing speed control. Now you have your own speed control to keep that back in your favor. And you also have Rillaboom for priority stuff that just feels incredibly good. And Grassy Terrain plus Lefties onto Suicune. Just going to heal that thing up. You're going to really have to start packing more of a punch than you want to in order to hit it. That course seems incredibly strong to me. That's kind of where I'm at with Suicune right now. I think it's going to be a very good mod. People are going to try it. Uh, but I do think it really relies on that skull. If it doesn't get it, it's a, it, it, it's, it's a, sad, it's a sad day. I mean, to, to your point, even, I think, like, against the Iron Hands, like, you can just switch into Lando and go for Chilling Water. Suddenly, the Iron Hands is at minus two. Yep. That could be yep. kind of cool. But I agree, like, it's not it's not doing a lot. Like, the burn chance is so good that mm -hmm. uh, getting rid of that would be would yeah. be really tragic. Back in the day, it was, you know, you can take six or seven hits and dish out five or six hits, right? Before you, You're not going to get the kills, but you're going to yep. win those damage trades over time. But the formats just are so offensive right now, especially with like the Fluttermanes and the big damage dealers. It's like, okay, I'm going to take a hit, but how many hits am I actually going to take? I'm not going to take the four or five that I used to. Probably only going to take two or three. And is my 90 yeah. base special attack enough to yeah. do, do what it needs to do in maybe getting only one, maybe two hits off? 
spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll find right, a way, Tom. I will find right? a way. <laughs> um, hey, Conk, you want to go next to me? You can go. You can go. Alright, um, so Raikou actually loses Scald, too, because it had Scald. I liked using Max, uh, Rainstorm or whatever it was. But, um, this thing gets three weathers, screens, Calm Mind, Helping Hand, Howl, Eerie Impulse. Like, there's so many different tools for support that Raikou could go. And then it's still like a bulk, like 90 HP and 100 special defense isn't bad bulk. You could tear it out of your, like, weaknesses to electric, which is only ground right now. So if you need to, you know, like, it's neutral into everything except ground. And if you need to get out of that ground weakness, you can. I, I It does miss Scald. It will miss Scald. Snarl. Uh, like, it gets Aura Sphere in the past generations. It gets Extra Sensory, which I don't think is coming back. Shadow Ball. It used to get Signal Beam. Um, if it gets Rising Voltage again. Like, I'm curious to see what it gets. And now with Terra being able to cover your one weakness, it also gets Weather Ball. So let's say you're using it on a Weather Team. And you know someone wants to switch your Weather. If you want to have a strong Weather Ball, like Raikou is a good Pokemon for that. You want to set up with something. Psych up next to it. It's 115 speed. You know, you get a couple combines off and Terra into a defensive type when they have mostly special attackers. That's like, it interests me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just Raikou-pilled. Maybe because it beat me too much in draft leagues. <laughs> Completely but, fair. Yeah, no, Snarl on Raikou is really cool too. Again, another way to stop, like, help Iceman match up too. Punk froze for me. Is he still there? Uh, I don't know if Conk is still here. Well, Conk is not here. Um, <laughs> I should have let him go first. <laughs> should have let him go first. Nah, he doesn't want to talk about Ente anyways. No one needs to hear about Ente. But uh, while, we're waiting Ente for, too. while we're waiting for Conk to uh, reconnect potentially, I am going to just quickly shout out a few uh, other Pokemon that I don't really want to talk too long about, but like some Pokemon that I think could potentially see some usage. And I know... Some people have been hyped on uh, Lapras. I don't think it's going to be good. I, I really don't think Lapras is going to be good. Not going to talk too much about it. Uh, Smeargle, so let's not talk Smeargle, please. Let, let's just not talk about I don't about think Smeargle. Smeargle will be good either. Uh, is that a hot take? No, yep, Conk 100% disconnected because now on YouTube, Tommy is sitting in Conk's spot on the uh, on the list. So, Tommy, you are now Conkledonk VGC. I'm a Dozo player! <laughs> ah! Oh, it ended. No, not like this. All right. Conk, welcome back. I've just We've just been killing Sorry some time the with the... Uh, I've been talking no, about... No, we got a hard out at 10 o'clock, you said, too. So we only got 20 minutes left. So wait, let's hear you talk about Entei and then yeah. start wrapping up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So I think that Entei is going to be the best out of the yep. three. Uh, Strongly agree. Historically, I think very good. And That's Sacred Fire is a super good move with like the 50% chance mm -hmm. to burn. However, I think it's going to be worse than it has been previously. I think that um, Pornersh, first of all, is just a hurdle that it has to climb. But I think that Hisuian Arcanine has also kind of taken that spot as like an offensive uh, oh. fire type that um, just does a lot, of, a lot of damage with the band that has clearly done super well and a niche over Entei is that Hisuian Arcanine actually hits Incineroar for yeah. really good damage with a rock slide, head smash, stuff like that. Entei can't really do that. It has to rely on like a, a non-stab stomping tantrum, something like that. Um, so I don't love that, but what I do think will be pretty good is um, priority spam. Mm -hmm. So I think 
Chien Pao, Dragonite, you have Interfocus now Entei as an option, um, where you can go for uh, those, you can go for like Life Orb, you can go for Banded, we can go for the Terra Normal Extreme Speeds, kind of do a similar thing as Dragonite, but you also get those Banded Sacred Fires or this Life Orb Sacred Fire, so I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be great. I think there's going to be a few things that are going to be holding it down, but in general, I think its ability is really good. Its coverage moves are pretty good. Um, Sacred Fire is just so, so good. Its speed is pretty, like, it's decent enough. It's it's over a base 100, so... Um, it's, it's the best doing... extreme speed user out of the bunch, too. Yeah, yeah I, I would... It, it goes back and forth, because I think the Dragonite's normal, like, just typing is really good against Firewater Grass Cores, and so, like, that can be really strong, but... Um, and it just gives another extreme speed option. So I think it's definitely going to see some usage. It's not going to be irrelevant at all. It's definitely going to have its yeah. time, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as good as it has been in previous formats. See, it was and, good in spike moves. See, and I was going to say that it really yeah. hasn't had that much time in the limelight in previous formats. So I actually think this is probably going to be okay. one of its higher used formats. But... You know, okay, okay. it just it gives you that other element, right? You can't get intimidated, which I think gives it an advantage over the Arcanine as well. Can't get intimidated, can't get faked out. Yep. I think that's where that comes in, yep. and that's why it becomes one of yep. those better options than maybe the Hisui and Arcanine. But I agree that it's probably going to be the best of the three by far. I, I unless unless like Suicune has something that like I'm not expecting it to have, I I, I think Entei is probably the ideal there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, we kind of got caught up in all the regulation F talk and the team building talk, which super, super love. So I don't think we're going to have time for the game today, which is, I think, totally fine. I'll uh, remain we'll champion have, for we'll, another week or two. I'm fine with that. Yep, yep. Save <laughs> still stays with the reigning champion. I, I got to win one of these. I really <laughs> got to win one of these. But um, we'll, uh, we'll be back in uh, a couple of weeks. Um, well, we'll actually have to see because a couple weeks is, is Christmas break, so maybe a little bit longer uh, break. But we we'll, might take we'll... a break for Christmas again. We're selfish. Uh, we want to yeah. spend time with our families. I, I mean, to be fair, guys, I mean, we're episodes are dropping Thursdays. If Christmas is on a Christmas is on a Monday, I, I'm sure like the the Wednesday yeah, we can once again probably record true. on the Wednesday, right? Depending on time, but that's we can figure that out on our own time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out the best out way to get content though. to you guys. We'll now that sure. we're talking about Christmas, please join my Christmas store. We're giving away six hundred twenty-five in prizing, two hundred dollars already donated to Toys for Tots. Um, please, if you want to add to or contribute, donate to Toys for Tots directly. If you tweet me the screenshot, you get a chance to Facetime Nino Pokey Bros. We'll be selecting a random winner to Facetime Nino Pokey Bros. for ten minutes to an hour, depending on what he wants. And <laughs> he said he would select the winner. So, um, what's it called? I tweeted it out a while ago. Uh, let me pin that to my message. So, if you tweet me. A um, a screenshot of you donating to Toys for Tots to my pin message, you will get a, you will rent you will have a chance to be randomly selected to Facetime Nino Pokey Bros. I will and, um, uh, leave Tommy's uh, tour link in the uh, in the description for you guys just so because you know what it's Reg yeah. F as well I believe yeah. right Tommy. It's gonna be Reg F yeah. with six hundred twenty five dollars yeah. on the line. Sounds sounds like a good That's deal awesome. to me. Definitely early uh, early look at the regulation F for sure. So definitely. Uh, if you guys are interested in yeah, that, absolutely. I'll leave that link down below for y'all to play in. Uh, really quickly, I want to really just, just before we wrap up, uh, Latios, yeah. Latios, two things we didn't get to talk about today, along with uh, oh, uh, Primarina. But uh, those are those are some other things yeah. I want to talk about. But anyways, we can't get onto that today, unfortunately. 
Because Conk has to go to work. Oh, I'm on so weed all day. Hey, I need coffee. Honestly, this was this was early for me. I need coffee before my first meeting. But uh, thank you as always for listening. Um, hope that everyone has a great time, especially exploring um, Regulation F, or if you're still in the san antonio mode good luck in san antonio we wish you all the best but until next time that's it for us so thank you everyone see you guys see you guys